0: Good morning. I'm Father Kevin Codd, if you don't know me already, um priest here at the Diocese of Spokane. One of the things that's uh, notable about all of our lives is that whether we like it or not, we all have families we grew up in families we have moms and dads sometimes the families were great and happy and you know uh, everything was great and wonderful and sometimes the families were much more difficult there were troubles and problems and um, sometimes the families are disasters and sometimes the families are just beautiful images of God's grace. (laughs) you know it's kind of the luck of the draw what kind of family we ended up in but there you go you know nobody asked us who we were going to be born what family we were going to be born into but that instinct that we have that's sort of written deep into our being as human beings kind of into our genetic code our spiritual genetic code that we are best when we are families That there's something in us that says, you know, we're unlike those animals in the animal kingdom that just sort of bear uh, offspring. And then as soon as they can open their eyes and take care of themselves, they drop them and move on to something else. We're not like that. You know, we, we have this instinct within us that says... You know, these people with whom I share my early life, these children that are given to me, these brothers and sisters that are part of my life, whether I like it or not, there's something there that is a bond which is deep and we cannot help but kind of love one another even if sometimes we hate one another. You know, sometimes when things don't go great, there's still something there that we have to identify with that we have to recognize that we have to say you know for better or for worse this is my family and uh, god bless us all because we're stuck with one another and you know and if all goes well eventually even with the troubles and the difficulties by the time we're ready to say goodbye to life on this planet we realize that our families have been important to us, they've formed us, they've made us who we are. And when we have lived well the reality of family, we realize that we have lived well the reality of God. Because in families, we have to forgive. In families, we have to reconcile. In families, we have to be compassionate. In families, we have to put up with one another, even with our faults and our many failings. And that is very much like God. And what God teaches us, through the scriptures and our tradition and the way of Jesus. So one of the great things about being a human being is the joy and the sorrow, the pain, the glory, the grace of being family. Now, where did this come from? Where is this instinct come from? Why are we different from those animals that just drop off their children once their eyes are open and they can fend for themselves? Well, it's possible... It's possible that today's feast sort of gives us some kind of an answer to that question. You know, why are we different from those other creatures on the face of this earth? Why is family essential to us? Why is family our best way of being human beings? You know, where did we get this instinct? And even when it doesn't go all that well, family is still essential to us it's part of our nature it's part of our being we cannot escape our sisters and our brothers our mothers and our fathers and sometimes even our cousins our aunts and our uncles as I said perhaps this feast of the Trinity gives us a hint of an answer to that question for when you look at this idea this notion more than idea, more than notion, this revelation that our God is more than just a single reality up there in heaven, that more than what the Jewish people realized in their understandings of God, you know, the Lord above, one God, that's it. As beautiful as that revelation was and as important as it was, as much as it distinguished them from from their neighbors who had many gods and goddesses you know they had gods for fertility and gods for the harvest and gods for the rivers and gods for the trees and gods for this and that the Jewish people said no there's only one God the true God the God who created us all beautiful and then Christianity came around and there was sort of this sense that okay the moment we start saying that Jesus is divine that Jesus is the son of God that Jesus is the experience, the revelation of God, the very being and presence of God with us as a human being, that complicates the God thing altogether. If God is one creator, son, Jesus, and then you throw in on top of that even more, this experience that the early church had, the first disciples of Jesus, that Jesus speaks about in today's Gospel from John, of the Holy Spirit, of this spirit of life and creativity and joy and grace that blows across the face of the earth, sometimes experienced as fire and sometimes experienced as wind and sometimes experienced just as a still, small voice inside our hearts. Then it gets even more complicated And the the church goes to great extents over all these centuries. The last 20 more and 20, more than 20 centuries of saying, you know, this is not something we invented for ourselves just to sort of complicate the idea of God. This is something that was revealed to us, that we discovered, that was shown to us by God himself. That God, yes, is one, but yes, God is Father, God is Son and brother to us all. God is this magnificent spirit flowing across the face of the earth that we celebrated last week with Pentecost. (coughs) And at the heart of it, at the heart of that almost inexplicable mystery of God's presence, of God's action, of God's love for us, manifest as Father, Son, and Spirit, three persons, one God, What do we have? Father, Son, Spirit. You got a family. What we have here is God showing to us that in God himself, God more than himself, God is a family. That there's a community in Godness. That it's not just God sort of living in solitary isolation on a cloud somewhere in heaven. That God in his own nature, in his own genetic being, in his own very, the very core and essence of who God is, is a God of relationships, (coughs) a God of communion, a God of love, a God of fraternity, a God of paternity, a God of spirit that is great and wondrous and active and alive. God is a family. Isn't that something? When you, when you look at the Trinity that way, then you don't need all those complicated diagrams that we used to get in our Baltimore catechisms when we were little kids, you know, with the, the triangle and the circles going this way and that way and up and down and saying, the Father does this and the Son that and the Holy Spirit over here. And it, it, It's family. You can't diagram family. It's there. It's love. It's pouring out one to the other. It's perfect (coughs) self-giving. It's perfect self-giving. It's perfect self-giving. And that self-giving doesn't just remain within the circle of the Trinity. It's a pouring out through the Spirit, through Jesus, through the creative work of the Father when he created this world of ours and created each one of us. It's love that goes forth from God into the very being of us. Where did we get our instinct for family? We got it from the family that is our God. We call today the Trinity. This gift of family that God has given to us, that God has placed deep within us, that God has made... Essential to our nature finds its perhaps its highest expression in our families when they go well and when there's forgiveness and mercy. But not just in our nuclear families, also in the family of our our community, the family of our world, the family of our church. What's the highest sacrament of our communion with one another? It is gathering around the table of the Lord, the table of our church family, to tell the story through the scriptures of our salvation and to break the bread and be nourished by the cup of life. Together, in communion with one another, as a family, as a family gathered here this morning, as a family with the church across the face of this earth, as a family with all those who have gone before us, saints and sinners, all of them, the family of the saints in heaven, the family of the Trinity itself. In the Eucharist, we give thanks and we remember God's presence in our midst in the many ways God has touched us by creating us in the very first place by accompanying us as one of us in our pains and our sorrows and even in our death and promising us life without end. And by continuing to renew us and restore us and refresh us with this wonderful spirit. That is precisely what we experience each time we gather around this table of the family of the Lord, the family of the church, to pray to sing, to give thanks, to remember, to break the bread, to share the cup, and to relish the wonderful reality that we are family. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.